Corey Gorkreis here with the Phantasm Podcast. We have the honor of speaking a killer fucking record. Um, now, from what I've read, was it recorded back in like 2014 and 15? So it's been a while. You guys been working on this one? Uh, yeah. I mean, the overall recording process where it happened pretty quickly. Uh, it's just we just sort of sat on it for a while because we had super joy. We had so many other things going on. Right. Uh, yeah, you're a machine, you've been pumping break. them out. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, uh, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't really expect it to, to take that long. Right. But then again, I don't think any of us really did. Sure. Uh, but man, when we, when we recorded it, it was just one of those things like, man, this is the shit. Yeah. But, uh, I was going to say, you know, like I said, if, uh, situations came up so we waited and waited but now the time is finally right but that's how you know that this record is going to be uh it's gonna fucking kick everybody's ass and it's gonna be semi-revolutionary compared to everything else I think right because this record was recorded several years ago but it's coming out now and it's still been it still kicks absolute major fucking ass <laughs> yeah so. I, I gotta agree with you there and uh fans of them won't be disappointed cause it it was well worth the wait, so. Oh, absolutely. And now and now that, after saying that, we're a tighter band. We've gotten a lot more uh, hours of jamming together, so the next album is going to be even more insane. Awesome. And then you guys are already pumping out stuff for the next record, or you... Uh, bits and pieces, but nothing's, nothing's completely done yet. Nice. Uh, we're just trying, man. We're just trying to stay busy. Awesome. Yeah, if you want to, uh, you can do a, a track by track of the record if you if you can. If I can't, oh, <laughs> I don't I don't even know if I know all the proper names of all the songs yet. Let's see. Uh, no, the the singles anyway. Of course, we got uh, mental illness as a oh yeah a virtue that's and fucking, that's that's probably one of my favorites. Or choosing mental riffs. illness, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the weirder riffs, and it's uh. It's just got a fucking weird ass groove to it, and dude, they're scorchers. Like uh, <laughs> compared to a lot of the other albums I've been on, uh, this is definitely the most extreme thing I've ever done. So, awesome, man. Now, what about uh, the ignorant point? Oh, the ignorant point. It's ignorant, ain't it? <laughs> it's ignorant how we put together these riffs. Uh, yeah, it. it Everything is just uh, when people are like, "Man, you know, Phillips has been doing it for so long, but what does he really have to be mad about?" It's like, uh, "There's plenty to be mad about." <laughs> yeah, you can always find something just go on the internet, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can always find something for sure. Or turn on. But the... I think it's it's more so just not just about being pissed off. It's about you know really conveying a a, a really broad message. Sure. Uh, and really to try to you know wake the fans back up and get them back and get them involved and. Uh, let everybody know that just because, you know, we've been doing it for so long, or Phillips been doing it so long, you know, we're he's still out there to fucking push buttons, push envelopes, and, right. you know, uh, try to make something new out of music. Well, people fail to realize, too, uh, especially now, because it's in an age where we're wanting things to be 
positive and, and correct things to be addressed, uh, you know, moral-wise. But, you know, metal has always been about attitude and pushing the envelope and, and, and trying to point at the things that make us pissed off and it makes us feel better about it, you know. So the the whole yeah, attitude there's a, there's thing. there's an outlet, you know. <laughs> yeah. Music is an outlet for everybody and, you know, you're not... Exactly. You know, no one should fucking go out and harm anybody else. That's not what we're fucking saying. What I'm saying is if you're pissed off, fucking come to a show. Get the, get out that aggression around other people that fucking feel exactly the same way you do. Right. Or close and have some fucking fun. You know what I mean? Get in the pit, fucking get your wiggles out, do what you gotta do. Great. Head bang, whatever you gotta do. Absolutely. My favorite is, uh, is like, uh, when people are in the front and they're, they're head banging, but they want to look cool, so they got one hand in their pocket, but they got the <laughs> horns up with the other hand, they got one foot back and they're head banging and throwing up the horns, but they still got a, fa- they still got a hand in their pocket because it's like, I'm cool, bro. I'm reserved, I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm reserved. I'm not completely <laughs> losing my shit. I got a hand in my pocket. Well, some people don't know how to let loose. They need some whiskey or something to get the some nerves out. Some people too loose, bro. That too. <laughs> Maybe some screws in there too, loose. But uh, you know, it's it's good to get out to a show and just do what your spirit wants you to do. Because it's a lot of people I see hold back and don't really feel like they fit in where they're at, and that's really yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh man, I've I've met people that are are completely reserved, and then you see yeah. them at a show, and then it's looking bananas. <laughs> or, you know, I've worked with people, and it's like, oh, you're in a band, man. Oh, that's cool. And you go see their band, and you're like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? <laughs> and that's that's usually happens with metal bands because, I mean, that's that's it. You know, not saying that everybody is like trying to embody a character, but right up there, we're either the character or our true selves. It's so, true. Yeah, that's so awesome. it's it's really, you know. Pick your poison. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys got uh, shows coming up for the illegals. Uh, we don't have anything planned as of yet because we were going to do a tour early on. Some things set us back, right? But uh, in the spring, we're going to be hitting the road hard, and I think we're going to be going out with a very iconic death metal band. So hopefully, people will be excited. Fuck yeah! Uh, and then once that announcement gets made. People are shit. Is it Florida or New York? Oh, I think we're going to do everything. Oh, no, I mean like we the band. To. Oh, uh, shit, I don't know. I don't know where they're from. <laughs> I don't want to give it away because <laughs> if you just narrowed it down to two different states, motherfucker, you're going to give it away too. <laughs> I'll make you say it. Say, you're smarter about metal than I am. You just narrowed it down. Uh, Florida, New York. <laughs> Well, goddamn! <laughs> Someone did their research. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's looking forward to that. That's fucking awesome. When was the last uh, illegal show you played? Was it the Housecore Horror Fest, or did you guys play I after think that? So that's yeah. a while back. Oh, a, a while, while back. Got a couple years, or maybe three now. Three years ago. Three years. Yeah. Fucking a. Uh, we just uh, we did a transitional period, you know, after Marzi, and uh, we didn't really stop writing. Uh, the issue was who we were going to get to to fill in the lineup, right. and then. But once we had decided on two guitars, Stephen is a natural guitar player, or he is a guitar player. So, right. I mean, he was like, "Well, fuck, man, I just like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely." And uh, we uh, 
we had had a previous relationship with De Leon. I had been friends with him on Facebook, stuff like that. You know sure. what I mean? It was one of those funny things, like, dude, you fucking, you know, I've, I've seen you out and about. You know, we sort of talked on the internet, and it's like, dude, satanic Hispanics, dude, but he does my shit. That's <laughs> some shit in common, but we had never met in person. So the first time we meet and really got to hang out was in like Germany, right? Uh, when he played with Mod, yeah, which is and awesome. We met at a festival, dude, it was just fucking great. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. It was the craziest thing to go to Germany and be like, bro, some Texas homies and shit. So it was, it was awesome, good vibes. And, uh, I mean, he was pretty much, Steve was sold on the, I had already known what De Leon was about. Right. So when it came like, hey, why don't we ask him? I was like, yeah, absolutely, dude. He's fucking badass. He's a cool dude. Yeah. And then Steve had actually really heard him play guitar. Uh, doing the solo stuff he heard him like warming up and he was like dude he's basically playing the shit that we want to play Yeah. so it just made sense and then Walter he's actually an old friend of mine from way back in the day we used to be in the Pit Bulls together right. which is his Mosh organization uh, so I've known him from for years and years and he left and joined Vaginal Bear Trap some other <laughs> death metal grindcore. Have you ever heard of VBT? Vaginal I, Bear Trap? I've never heard their music but yeah I've heard, you heard of them but you've been caught there before oh yeah yeah, you, you get in those vaginal bear traps. It's not a... Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, absolutely. Should put a warning that's label a, on those. Absolutely, man. That's like a, a, <laughs> a Midsummer's, night, Midsummer's Nightmare or something. I don't know. A Midsummer's uh, Night's but, Cream. So, but so, uh, De Leon had a close relationship with Walter. Right. And he's like, dude, you know Walter is a badass bass player? And I was like, Walter? Why does that sound familiar? I only know one Walter. It's dude from the Pitbulls. He's like, that's him. <laughs> I was like, no shit. So I messaged him on Facebook. It's like... Dude, what the fuck? That's you. And he's like, yeah, man, this is what I've been doing. And it's like, well, you're, you're going to be in the band. <laughs> so it was just one of those things, dude. We were just like, all right, cool. And when we finally got together, it just, you know, Philip had that fucking solid extreme. Uh, I mean, we're, uh, no, I would say just a death metal band, but extreme band. All of us can fucking. Yeah, he's very passionate about shred, some extreme music. Still fucking play in the pocket, still have you oh, know, yeah. some fucking nice groove and. Uh, dude, everything just sounds a lot fuller, a lot tighter. Uh, I think people are going to be very, very, very excited when they when they see us live because these Fuck dudes yeah. are absolutely full of energy, and uh, and it, it's it's just night and day, man. Like I said, the record was recorded so long ago, and for it to still be coming out now, I'm a thousand times more excited because it's finally happening. Oh, and yeah. when people hear this record, it's they're going to hear the progression. For me personally, but for Philip and this band as well, it, it's definitely. Dude, we're. I mean, like I said, it's been a long time since music has caused any kind of revolution or, you know, made anybody really take a second look. But yeah, and this is the time, you know, really. This is the time. This capture the younger audiences yeah, back into you know it. I mean, you know, it's yeah. very important. We ain't fucking going nowhere, man. This is what we do. So <laughs> right, and Phil's very, very versatile as far as. Um, the music that he can do and you know as a producer as well so i mean it's it's yeah it definitely shows and and all the projects he's done in this one too with you guys and um you know we had him on around this time last year and you know hanging out with him it, it it's he's very human and it's really nice to see because we've interviewed a lot of bands you know yeah and uh you know he's actually just a, a very human person it's really well, well really he's cool. actually part human part greasy strangler so <laughs> yeah he he would not he loves that fucking shit oh we fuck we all do dude it, that fucking bullshit and and we uh uh sky uh 
Elbar. All the people involved, yeah. man, everybody involved with that movie is just so fucking cool. And I remember being so, just like a lot of the riffs that we wrote on this record, when we first, when it first came about, you first watch it, you first listen, you're just like, right. what the fuck, dude? I was like, what the fuck are you making me play? What the fuck are you making me watch? What are you making? What is this? And then you watch it again, and you hear it again, and you're like, oh. And then it it always comes back to, oh, just trust me, asshole. Just trust me. Yeah, that's what he told us. I went and watched it by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, ah, you know, it's... It's yeah, it's Bruce Strangler. Yeah, 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 just trust me. And then you watch it, and you're like, Dude, this is pretty fucking great. It's, it's like Napoleon Dynamite with dicks. Oh, my. Oh, dude, it's the best. It's, <laughs> it's the fucking good. best. It's hilarious. <laughs> and, dude, yeah. I mean, we watched it, I think on one tour, we watched it like three or four times, and then uh, we did an interview or something, and we had it on in the background, so in the, in the interview, every couple seconds, you're like, watch. When we fucking watch a part, you just hear people in the back of the bus go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's the best. It really is uh, disco tootie or whatever. Yeah, dude, everything, the whole fucking movie. I'm in love with that lady for no reason. <laughs> does he wear? Does he have one of those pink, greasy hats? I don't think so. I want to say they got a shirt. We want to get the shirt. They, need Phil in that on. hat, so we're gonna give him one of those hats next time we see you guys. Oh my god, that'd be the shit. Dude. Or if you that'd want one, the whole band you can all wear I them love on it. stage. I'm, yeah, I like. I'll tell you this: I will watch the Greasy Strangler. Uh, over listening to uh, a Portal album. Wow, uh, I've seen well, I've seen and heard them so many times <laughs> with him. Uh, so for me, it's like, well, I want to laugh. I don't want to feel scared and anxious. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, I'm fucking. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a grown man, and this fucking and Portal just. I mean, goddamn, it makes me uncomfortable. I made the mistake. Uh, I saw them at Maryland Death Fest a few years back, and this guy in a brutal truth shirt handed me this fat joint and i smoked it before portal came on or like basically during portal and that was a horrible decision because i didn't think they would uh make me freaked out you know just sober and then i made the mistake of doing that and i was like you know this is like the last day of the festival so everybody's fucked up they're all having a good time but i was like nobody's high they all know i'm high and they don't like me now, and Portal's freaking <laughs> Portal me the fuck out. Right. They're fucking playing pissed off. <laughs> it's like the soundtrack to my anxiety, and that's yes, kind of what dude, their music yes. is anyway, and it's just, it just freaked me the fuck out, and that guy ended up getting, the guy next to me that passed it to me, he got thrown out <laughs> by security, like instantly, like I handed the joint to him, and then he got fucking caught with it. Great, but uh, <laughs> sometimes, like, when you like there's been a couple instances where you know philip uh you know he likes to wind down in the back but sure you know every now and again i might fall asleep before him mm-hmm. and wait before him or just be like man i'm fucking i'm toast i'm going to bed i did too big of a dad whatever right and then portal's playing in the back of the bus and i sleep with the bunk right there next to the uh next to the back door right uh to the back lounge and dude it, i mean you talking about falling asleep and waking up like huh, what's that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just beyond me, dude. And, I, and it was still cool, but it was just like, what the fuck am I listening to when I saw it? I was like, you motherfuckers. Oh my god. This isn't, 
visit them. Uh, like, you know, it was one of those things. Like, it's yeah. just so mind-blowing, and then you see it, and it, it's just like, oh, it's fucking real. Yeah. Like, y'all are really fucking doing this shit. And that's, it made it <laughs> ten times cooler, meeting the dudes, and how fucking funny they are. Yeah. Uh, and quick. And it, it was just... Yeah, very talented. But then I also met the dudes in the Greasy Strangler. Yeah, they that, were a lot nicer. <laughs> it's that picture of Phil with them. Or I could be wrong. That picture uh, Phil has of them uh, nude is the funniest I've ever seen. Or is that Mad Monster or whatever? They were at that same horror convention. Oh. <laughs> they took like you know photo ops in the underwear, and there's a picture That's of them. Right. I think Philip did that. Yeah, and then Phil did it, and there's, the picture is fucking priceless. Did Philip really pull his junk out? I don't remember if he had. I think he had his clothes on and stuff, but they had. They were in I, nothing. That seems like it would have been a really hard fight to convince him not to pull his fucking pants out. <laughs> he was like, "Come on, I want to get greasy." Yeah, he's like, "Dude, the greasy thing over here, but it dicks out." I was like, "No, dude, don't, don't fucking do that." I don't know. We we could use the PR. Fuck it. Right? Yeah. I'll talk get, it out, man. We'll talk it over. Get greasy. There you go. Get greasy. Uh, but dude. It, all of, with all that being said, all of those inspirations, uh, a lot of it really goes into the, that's, that's a personality with the music. Right. Uh, we like a lot of tongue in cheek. We like to talk a lot of shit. We like to make people feel, feel anything really. Yeah. Uh, and bass or blast beats and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of consistent stuff on this album. Right. But it's really an extension of me and where I come from and of, it's just a step. This is just a stepping stone of the next thing that's going to happen. Because now that we know we can pull this off together, we're excited about the new, the next one. So. Sure. But right now, I, th- I think it's just this album. It just needs people once they get it in their hands, they're going to fucking trip balls. And oh yeah, and and that, that's going to be very satisfying for me. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, uh, for you guys, what I've heard, it's 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 fucking nasty. I'm really, uh, you know, been jamming it out so. Good. It needs to be played loud. Just get That's lost so in it. Yeah, get lost in it. Wreck your car, whatever you gotta do. No, no, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> unless you, if you got insurance, you're all right. No, figuratively, don't don't be behind the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. Take precautions, and you know, maybe let's do it a few times, not in your car first, see what it does. Yeah. <laughs> now the the illegals thing did start with you know the the war of the gargantua split, which is awesome. That's one of my favorite things. Still, I think you guys ever did because you did the War Beast songs on there too, which is awesome. Yeah, those songs are great. Very, very awesome songs. They stayed in the set forever. Right. And then, what was it like doing that recording? Two different things. Was it around the same time, or did you have stuff already set aside uh, for that? No, I think I did. Uh, we War Beast knew the two songs that we were going to record. Right. And we were going to do the split, and I wasn't sure if we were going to put them on the album or not. We were just like, well, let's just go ahead and get these out. These two fucking rip. Right. We just put them on the split. We'll just make a ripping-ass split. And then, But the illegal stuff, we had already recorded as well. We recorded in a different session. But, uh, man, it, it, working with the uh, Warbeast guys and working with Philip is two different animals. Warbeast is sort of more, at that point in time, was definitely more my baby. Yeah. Uh, and our baby, so... Uh, we really, you know, for me, I was like, dude, I just want to play fucking fast, and this, these two songs just need to be fucking ballistic, and Scott agreed, we all agreed that we just, that was the, that was the next step for Warbeast, like, you know, the first album, 
very classic thrash yeah. kind of so I was like dude you know like use me tag me in bro this is what I fucking do let's go let's <laughs> fucking go uh, and so those songs were a progression of what became Destroy and at the same time you know when I was working with Philip, he was definitely pushing me to do different things but right. at that time Philip had a lot of the majority of the songs kind of uh, already nailed down so I came in and really we just rewrote some drum parts stuff like that Nice, but like I had to come in and rewrite everything or do all this other stuff. But as soon as we recorded the first Illegals album, sometime after we toured for a little while, somewhere after that is when we all started writing again. And when we started writing again, Philip really would just—he was like, "This is what I have an idea for the drums," or he would just sort of mouth something, and I would just try to emulate it. And at first, I was just a lot of the stuff was just like, "Man, this is really fucking weird." He's like, "Dude, just trust me." Just to the just trust me asshole just trust me <laughs> he's like if you love me just trust me and I'm like uh alright man I mean I just I was pacing around uh my apartment at the time and was just like whoa this is the shit like yeah. dude, every, everything clicked everything made sense and that's the beauty of working with Philip. is that I mean he can I mean he can mold and take something that you would maybe think that has no business doing anything right it's gonna have any impact at all and he will make it a classic yeah and and that's weird to say about death metal or heavy metal but if you look at philip's repertoire if you listen to any one of his fucking songs there's not one pantera song there's not one down song there's not one song he's ever written besides no offense to maybe some of the like you know, other songs that he does with other people, uh, like uh, compilations or whatever the fuck, Yeah, where it doesn't sound like it's not Philip, or it doesn't sound like this man wrote a story for this. Right. Like, it makes sense. It's perfect. Like, when you hear a, a guitar solo or a drum lick, that's the lick. That's the law. Yeah. His vocals, <laughs> his lyrics, they are the fucking law. Right. And that's, that's what, I mean, that's my favorite thing about working with Philip is that, you know, I, I do trust him, and he... He just he turns it into fucking gold. Whether or not other people think so, right. it's not my fucking concern. <laughs> I, for me personally, with what he did with the final product with the illegals, it's, it's just it's the most beautifully ugly thing we've ever done. <laughs> and and we're just getting started now that we know this is what we can do. You know what I mean? The next one is just gonna like we're kind of like well, fuck. My pay attention to a lot of things coming out and trying to keep all my. <laughs> ducks in a row here but uh this is definitely a good one to start the year um yeah it's definitely going to be sicker than this fart i just laid on myself <laughs> here in this room. uh there's uh i really can't go anywhere else so i'm kind of i'm a little inco- I'm isolated as, comfortable as i would be listening to portal right now oh it's a little bit smellier than portal though <laughs> yeah those guys don't stink they're actually uh very good looking guys they're pretty handsome very huh. clean there you go yeah you wouldn't think but you know they they are. Damn Australians. Keep it clean. Oh, dude. <laughs> Their singer is so nice. And he... Yeah, he's... I, I, I can't help but call him Iron Man. Because he fucking looks like Iron Man. He looks like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and he's fucking chiseled. And then when he gets up there, he's so fucking scary. He's it's like, like who the fuck is, like is that, monster Or there's some weird shit. Oh, dude, that's awesome. And, uh... All different, all different things. Uh... So, hopefully, when the Illegals come out on tour and do some stuff, we'll be able to... I think we're really going to focus on pushing this 
record and doing a lot of tours. I'm hoping we do a world tour That'd be uh, because Philip already has some stuff going on in Europe, so I'm hoping to be able to have a chance to oh, sort yeah. of tag along and be able to do other stuff with him. So European fans be on the lookout for the illegals, maybe they'll oh, come yeah. wreck your shit. Oh, there ain't no maybe. We're fucking going. We're fucking coming. We're making him go. Well, you heard We're it here. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. Be ready. <laughs> fucking get your get the snacks that you want to hook us up with. Everything, <laughs> all the goodies, all the treats. And Gracie's. I just had a, a lot of commitments and right. Uh, but I had never. Uh, I was never gonna leave War Beast hanging. Right. As soon as as soon as we decided that we were we were going to put out this last album, all I could think of was that uh, okay, well if we get a tour, we'll go. And due to lineup changes, due to all kinds of shit before coming up to the album, it just got uh, it was just it was just a lot. And then right when we recorded the album, sometime after that, uh, or sometime before, Bruce started having his medical issues, and uh, and unfortunately, it's really you know him being very him his cancer stage four yeah. cancer. Yeah, turned uh, out. It's- heartbreaking i mean it's, yeah it's 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 insanity you know he's a good dude and he's he's kept every promise pretty much he's ever made to me yeah and uh he's always been there and you know despite our arguments or whatever disagreements we've ever had he's always you know like i said he's always been uh good and fair to me and and right. very supportive uh so you guys still have a pretty good relationship now and you guys talk uh uh we don't talk as much as i would like uh but I mean, he's he's going through a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, he's going through a lot right now, and uh, he's he has uh, his proper uh, support circle around him. Right. So yeah. that's that's what's important. His uh, his wife Gina uh, Gina is an absolutely beautiful woman, and she's she's without her, you know, I'm pretty sure he would he would be lost already. So right. wow. it's uh it's just uh he, he's a good he's a good man. And, uh, we just hope he pulls through and, and fucking kicks his thing's ass, man. Because there's, uh, I I feel personally that Warby still has a lot of unfinished business, and that's what I want. Uh, uh, that's I just want Bruce to be able to have that opportunity to fucking finish what he started. Damn right, man. And uh, if anybody wants to donate to his fund, uh, you go to fundraiser r a z r dot com and and go to the Bruce Corbett Fund and you know donate anything you can to to help his treatment and and. Get that fucking insurance that he needs and everything to help forego, you know, more treatment. I think people recently have been a lot more accommodating to him uh, as far as future treatment. But you know, for right now, they kind of heard that some of it was shut down, so it's very unfortunate news. But um, I have a lot of faith in the guy, and I think he's a strong motherfucker. So we'll see how it, how far it goes. You know. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, he's uh, he's. We're still here, man, and we're we're gonna do whatever we can. Fuck yeah! And if you guys haven't heard "Enter the Arena" uh, by Warbeast, definitely check it out. It's it's a fucking ass kicker of a record, and it's really um, it's just kick ass. It's definitely worth having. And you know, Bruce is a is a death metal legend, also. You know, being a rig and mortis and all that shit, and it's you know some of the best death metal shit ever written. So, if you guys are unfamiliar with that, but you're on, you're familiar with Warbeast, definitely check out Rigor Mortis, too. Cause that's... Oh, yeah, Rigor Mortis. And if you haven't checked out Scott Shelby, his old band, Gamicide. Okay. Gamicide uh, is pretty badass, but not to overshadow Rigor Mortis and nothing like that. Also, sure. in, in memory of, of, uh, of uh, 
Scotia, yeah. Mikey. Uh, yeah, he was an amazing guitar player. Yeah, and I had the opportunity. It's Casey Orr in Warpiece, so I basically got to jam with everybody yeah. in, in rigor mortis at one point or another. And it's, it, you know, they were all good dudes. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time, and uh, we hope to see you on tour soon. This is Blue from Philip H. Anselmo and the Illegals and Super Joint, and you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. <laughs>